The commitment of leadership dating for what is honorable and right in the meaningful thoughts of dating. Today's message is about the importance of dating. The question I bring to you is, why do you want to start dating? I know most of you here do or will have a girl or a guy friend that you hang out with. Sooner or later, you'll be flirting with that guy or girl or guy friend. Then we will see romantic, romantic letters being passed back and forth on campus between the boy and girl, soon to be girlfriend and boyfriend. And your friends will be embarrassing you, saying, Oh, isn't that sweet? Or by impressing the girl you, you like by telling her jokes. And what turns her on is by telling her she's beautiful and you like her personality or wanting the girl's number, but you can't because of what she might say to you. But eventually, getting her number and saying, yes, she likes me. If you have your Bibles out, will you please open it up to 1 Corinthians 13, 4-7. Love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not ignorant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with truth. Love bears all things, believes in all things, hopes in all things, endures all things. We see that love is patient and kind. Guys, who has a girlfriend, no matter what situation you you may be in with your girlfriend, you must love her and be patient with her when things don't make sense and be kind to her. What I mean be kind to her is this. You must show gentleness, love, and affection for her. You must be tender-hearted and treated in the way you want to be treated. Girls who want a boyfriend. In the same way, you must love him for who he is. Be patient and show kindness to him. Boyfriend and girlfriend must show affection for each other. You must not boast or envy against each other. Must not be rude to each other. You must not rejoice in wrongdoings, which means love bears all things and believes in all things, hopes in all things, and endures to the end. Observation number one. You must love each other no matter the cost, just as Jesus showed his love for us by giving his life for us. Jesus was willingly to lay down his life and reputation for his bride. Guys, if you're not ready to do that, I'll be praying for you. In John fifteen thirteen, greater love has no one than this, that someone laid down his life for his friend. First Peter four eight. Above all, keep loving one another earnestly, since love covers the multitude of sins. First Corinthians sixteen fourteen, let all that you do be done in love. Second Corinthians, do not be unequally yoked with unbelievers, for what partnership has righteousness with lawlessness? Or what fellowship has light and darkness? What is the reason why you want to date that girl or boy? 30% of people date because they want that person they date to fill that empty space or void in their life. 20% of people date other people because of how they look at people on the outside and what they're wearing. 40% of people date other people to be famous with that person they're dating, they are dating to be popular, which is called gold diggers. 50% of people date for the right reason, which is looking at the person that they're dating for who he or she is. 5% of people date because they look at the heart and matter. They look on the inside of the person they are dating. 
and date them for who he is, he or she is, either by personality or by willing, or by telling them every day you're beautiful and wonderfully made by God. He made you for who he wants you to be. So what is the reason why you're dating the person you're dating right now? Is it because the two of you are a wonderful couple? Is it God's will for you to date that person? Is it possible that God is telling you not to date that person because he has someone else better for you, for your life, who will love you and cherish you forever? Or is it the reason why you're dating the person The person is to suit your needs? Will you have a healthy relationship or unhealthy relationship? Because if you guys are struggling, struggling to keep the relationship you're in right now going, I'm pretty sure it's on. It's an it's a unhealthy relationship, especially if you guys are arguing and not agreeing agreeing with each other, and your friends see you guys fighting all the time. The only way to have an awesome relationship with the person you're dating right now or soon to date is this: number one, put God first above all other things in your life, because if your relationship isn't working out, it's because God doesn't want you to date that person. Or you're not putting God first above all other decisions you make in life. Number two, make sure your relationship dating is glorifying to God. Number three, always have a good reason, explanation why you're dating that person. Because if you don't, then what's the point of your, then what's the point of dating that person? You're just wasting your time on that person. Observation number two. Date the person you're dating right now for the right reasons and not for the wrong reasons. Second Timothy two twenty two, so flee youthful passions and pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace, along with those who call on the Lord with a pure heart. First Corinthians six eighteen, flee from sexual morality. Every other sin a person commits is outside the body, but the sexual moral person sins against his own body. God calls us to be holy because He is holy. When you date, God is saying, "Have," God is saying, "Leave the worldly stuff behind because they're just temporary." He wants you to pursue eternally stuff that will last forever. Pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace, and have a pure heart because those stuff last forever. Observation three: Let your relationship in dating be pure and holy. To The glory to God the Father, for He calls us to be holy, for He is holy. Ephesians five twenty five, husbands love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave Himself up for the church. Ephesians five thirty three, whoever let each one of you love his wife as himself, and let the wife see that she respects her husband. Proverbs thirty one ten through eleven. An excellent wife who can find she is far more precious than jewels. The heart of the husband trusts in her, and he will have no lack of gain. Romans twelve ten, love one another with a brotherly affection. Outdo one another in showing honor. First Thessalonians five eleven, therefore encourage one another and build each other up, just as you are doing. Observation four, you must be committed in doing. Dating that person, no matter the situation you may, you may be in right now, in your relationship with that person. 
For Jesus was committed to going to the cross, and no matter what was the status of the relationship, we will end with God, or how people treated him. He still loved us. He still loved his people of the church, and still loved the people of this world. For while yet we were still sinners, Christ died for us. When you date your best friend for about two to three years, you gotta start talking about the future and how many kids you want. You have to be willing to work together as a couple to fight for your children, to let them know who Je- who Jesus is, no matter what happens. Your children will look up to you 24-7, asking you to lead them to a wonderful life that lies before them. You have to discipline your children about loving one another and let them know that they are loved by God. Be, be there for your children because they will be hungry for you as the parents to love them unconditionally. And be there when they are ready to share their dreams to you about the future you and the kids will have as life moves on. But here's some obstacles you have to overcome once you get married or even when you're dating. Men, you have to be there for your future wife when you see her hurting and smiling on the inside. She needs you to be there for her when life gets too hard and she needs your encouragement 24-7. You, number two, you need to stand up for her when she can't physically and spiritually and emotionally can't stand up for herself. Number three, your future wife will hunger for you to love her like never before. So you need to love her unconditionally and be there for her when she shares her dreams with you about the future the two of you will have. Number four, you are willingly to fight for your future wife to show her and prove to her that she's the love of your life. Number five, you may not know it, but sometimes in life, your future wife will feel alone. So you have to be uplifting to her in order for not to feel alone. Men, you must be ready to lead your family with strong hands to stand up for your family when your family can't physically. The situations in life that you might not be ready for. You must ask God to give you the strength to lead your family in places that you may not be familiar with. Men, are you willing to show your future wife and children that you are willing to fight for them and give them the best of your life, especially by taking the last breath for your wife and taking a bullet for your children to save your family from harm if that time had to come to do so? Let God lead your family because you can't do it on your own. And when you let God lead your relationship in future family, wonderful things will happen with your wife and family that the two of you will have. Five tips for ladies. I suggest that you write these tips down. Number one, communication. Communicate with your husband when he can't understand what you're going through. And when you communicate with him, your relationship with him will exceed. Number two, recommitment. Recommit with your future husband 
Have fun with him. Work with him on the relationship between the two of you. If you can't do that, the relationship won't work out. Three, be is compatible. Be with your future husband. Show love, respect for your future husband. And, t- and talk through fundamental issues with your husband that needs to be resolved. Even through communication is the key. Communication is the key. It's important to be with someone who can communicate and click with your needs, styles, and aptitudes. It makes makes things one a billion times easier in a compatible relationship. Four, understand self worth. You and your future husband need to have a good self worth. All the communication in the world doesn't help if you both hate each other and then lashes to the other to fill the self-worth bucket. And number five, appreciation. Appreciate your future husband for who he is. Ephesians 5.22.33 Wives, submit yourselves to your own husbands as you do to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife as Christ is the head of the church, his body of which is the Savior, now as the church submits to Christ, so also wives should submit to the husbands in everything. Husband, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her, to make her holy, cleansing her body by the washing with water through the word and to present her to himself as a radiant church without stain or wrinkle or any other blemish, but holy and blameless in the same way. Husbands ought to love their wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. After all, no one ever hated their own body, but they feed and care for their body just as Christ does the church, for we are members of his body. For this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife, and the two will become one flesh. This is a profound mystery, but I am talking about Christ and the church. Whoever, each one of you also must love his wife as he loves himself and the wife. Wife must respect her husband. Bottom line tip. Women are called to yield to the husband's leadership as they come together as a team to display Christ with the li- Christ with their lives. And men are called to gently nourish, care for, and lead their wives as they are led by Jesus. All of this is fueled up by the love of Christ, poured into the hearts by the Holy Spirit, the ongoing union and communion of marriage are fueled up by their union and communion with Christ himself. Why does God say we shouldn't date or marry unbelievers? Second Corinthians 6.14 Do not be unequally yoked with unbelievers. For what good partnership has righteousness with lawlessness? Or what fellowship has light and darkness? The passage talks about Believers unequally yoked with unbelievers in general, including dating and marrying unbelievers. Jesus did not call us to be missions 
Jesus did not call us to be missionaries on the dating field. Jesus did not say, go out and make disciples of all nations. And while you're at it, try and make, try and make, boy, try to be, try to have a girlfriend or a boyfriend. Try to get a boyfriend or a girlfriend. Jesus, no, that's not what Jesus says. Jesus says, go out and make disciples of all nations and baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Therefore, you not Become partners with them, for at one time you were darkness, but now you are light of the Lord. You are the light. Ephesians five seven eight. Bad. That's 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 Ephesians five seven and eight. Bad company corrupts good morals. First Corinthians fifteen thirty three. James four four through five. You adulterous people. Do you not know the friendship with the world is an enmity with God? Therefore, whoever witnesses to be a friend of the world makes him or herself an enemy of God. Or do you think Scripture says without reason that he is jealous, that his, his, he is jealousy longs for the Spirit? He has called to dwell in us, but he gives us more grace. That is why scripture that's what scripture says. James four chapter four verse four through five. James We must be wise about who we are dating or want to date and soon marry that person you have been dating since high school or college. James three thirteen through eighteen. Who is wise and understanding among you? Let them show it by their good deeds done in the humility. That comes from wisdom, but if you harbor bitter envy and selfish selflessness, ambition in your hearts, do not boast about it or deny the truth. Such wisdom does not come down from heaven, but it but is earthly, unspiritual, demonic. For where you have envy and selfish ambition, there you will find disorder. In Every evil practice, but the wisdom that comes from the heaven, but but wisdom that comes from heaven is first of all pure, then peace loving, considerate, submissive, full of mercy and good fruit, impartial and sincere, peacemakers who sow in peace reap a harvest of righteousness. James chapter three verse thirteen to eighteen. So without God, first in your relationship with someone you're dating right now or want to marry, the relationship will fail. Because the reason that relationship will fail is because you're not putting God first in everything you do in your relationship. But if you will put God first in everything you do, including your relationship with someone you're dating right now, you will see amazing things happen. But if you don't know where your relationship with your boy or girlfriend is at right now, I'd love to talk to you on how we can make your dating relationship strong again with the person you're dating right now. Please come to the front of the altar during the, this next song to discuss it. Just discuss it. Or you're someone who is mixed up and confused in the relationship you're in right now. 
whether you should continue with the relationship with the person you're dating right now or go on and tell him tell him or her that person you're dating we can't date anymore I ask you to pray about it or if you need to come down to the front of the altar I'll be glad to discuss it with you during these next during this next song you may be that person who wants to find Jesus and now now is the time to do so. The altar is open during these, this next song that that will be that that will be played of sharing of decision. Father God, thank you for these group of youth tonight. I ask you, Lord, to show these youth the real reason and the purpose of dating, that you will teach these kids here to learn more about how to love one of to love one each other. Teach them, Lord, to show discipline to each other. Let them show kindness, love, and beauty for one another. Help the youth put you first, Lord, above all other things in life. That they may be struggling in, in this situation right now. Because, Lord, we know without you, we are nothing. For we know you are the vine and we are the branches. Apart from you, we can do nothing. But if we remain in you... We bear much fruit. So, Lord, teach these youth your love and compassion so they, re- so they can remain in you. In Jesus' name, amen.
Yeah.